The title of this article is The Art of Time Perception, Strategies for Correcting and Enhancing Your Perception of Time. This article was originally published in the Paragon Legacies newsletter or publication page, but is also available in the live upgrade podcasts as a voice message or a voice note. So to have a better understanding of this article, please would love you to go over to the publication page fulfillmentcomputer.substar.com and read through. Or if you are not yet subscribed to the to the Life Upgrade podcast, you can do that so you can also listen to this article from there. So let's get started. Before we get started, please, we'd love you to subscribe and support us in any way you can, either by leaving a donation, sharing, and inviting more people to join our publication. So we're talking about the practical techniques for maximizing productivity, reduce stress, and seize control of your schedule. The boss just asks that dreaded question. When can you get me that report? How do you respond? You might answer based on how long it took to complete a similar task. Maybe you'll try to impress her by promising to get it done today. Whatever you say, chances are your estimates will be wrong. Let's face it. Humans are notoriously bad at settling deadlines and estimating time. The comforting fact is that it's largely not our fault. Many factors play a part in our distorted perception of time, and most are difficult or impossible to modify. Time itself is not something we can change either, despite all our dreams of time machines. What can we do to fix our broken perception of time? We can reevaluate our relationship with it, become more aware of how we spend our day, and understand how perception of time influences productivity. We can also seek time management method that will make us feel more in control of our time and less like our victim. So let's ask the question, why is your perception of time broken? How your perception of time affects your productivity? What can you do to fix your perception of time? Time is a fascinating concept. Just thinking about it can make your head swell. Although it affects us all, not everyone experiences time equally. Our perception of time are shaped by our native and local cultures. The language we speak, our occupation and age, the technology we use and above all else, by the processes in our brain. The complex nature of time perception. It's all in your head. We don't naturally perceive time as a specific quantity. We instead perceive changes that happen as a result of time passing. We observe the duration and succession of events and translate that into measurement units, that's seconds, minutes, and days. This is one of the situations when it's appropriate to say it's all in your head, because it's true. The time perception is created in the brain. Among other things, our perception of time depends on how fast our brain processes sensory inputs. It is also affected by the senses themselves, and studies shows that an auditory event can appear to last longer than a visual one. Chemical play a part too, including dopamine. According to recent research, we feel like time is passing faster when we are engaged in pleasurable rewarding activities, which increases dopamine activity in the brain. Damage to certain parts of the brain can seriously skew our perception of time. We find examples in these medical conditions such as dyscodometria, Parkinson's disease, schizophrenia. 
A study published in 2015 found that depression can impact the way we perceive time. Last but not the least, our memory is both the cause and effect of glitchy time perception. When we experience a lot of changes within a period, we tend to remember the event as lasting longer. The, the body constantly changes in response to time. Biological clock. One of the central questions in time perception research is whether our bodies have a single main clock or if our perception of time is governed by multiple structures in the brain. What is certain is that we have a sort of internal timing mechanism called the circadian clock. It keeps our mental and physiological processes synchronized with the earth-day-night cycle. Disruption in this rhythm can affect our well-being and consequently our productivity. The most obvious way our body responds to the passing of time is aging. As we age, our organism changes and so does our perception of time, making us feel time is passing faster. The next time grandma sighs, <laughs> how time flies, remember that it does from her perspective. Your culture makes you do weird things. Running late or early, that may depend on your location and culture than the clock. Being late is really a good thing, but if you are meeting an Indian colleague, they probably won't mind if you don't show up exactly on time. However, if you are going to a meeting in Japan, you'd better hurry up. In his book, A Geography of Time, Robert Levine explained how attitude to time varies across countries and culture. Western Europeans and Japanese value punctuality, while Brazilians seem to have infinite tolerance when deciding what counts as being late for an event. In Germany, you are expected to arrive early, and in Mexico, everyone counts on you coming late because that's exactly what they do. The language we speak and write reflect those differences. People who use a right-to-left writing system map event on the timeline in the direction of their writing, placing the most recent event on the left side. Levine mentioned that tribes and ethnic groups from rural parts of the world measure time by events from their surroundings. Instead of at 7 a.m., they meet when the cows come out to graze. Another example is Shambhala, an East African language word without words for past or future. The speaker described time as today and not today. You don't need to step outside the English language to find proof of this. We ask how far the closest Starbucks is and our friend says it's five minutes drive away. Many people in the US and Western European countries use time to express distance. One of the reasons is that they assign a high economic value to time and tend to filter everything through it. When time is money, people don't want to waste it which increases the general pace of life. Every culture has its own nature of social time, which comes with a set of behavior and expectation. It is important to recognize this when working in a multicultural environment and respect other cultures' attitude to time. In other words, if you are in Spain and everything closes down for the midday break, don't fight it. You are not in sync with your surroundings. Of course, living in a particular culture doesn't automatically make you synchronize with all its people. We know that perception and experience of time are highly individual, 
and everyone has their natural schedule. However, if your internal time, that's the relationship between your sleep cycles and energy levels, doesn't align with the social time of your current location, you might have trouble staying productive. For example, you might feel social pressure to be a morning person even though you produce your best work later in the day. Maybe you simply need more sleep than others. Maybe your workplace favors the monoclonic approach and expects you to perform tasks one at a time. But you are a polyclonic, someone who functions better with multitasking. Seemingly innocent things like working with clients from different time zones or living in a country that enforces daylight saving can also unsettle your perception of time. This is related to the competing notion of clock time and event time, which operate on a higher level. Most modern workplaces follow the clock time, a system where all activities are strictly scheduled and tasks must be completed within a specific period. In clock time, there is no room for unpredictable obstacles that can derail our plans and cause us to miss a deadline. Since our daily lives are a flow of events that drag on, overlap or get postponed, it would be more natural for us to follow the event's time, a system that allows us to complete tasks whenever it is most convenient. However, when we often have to adhere to both systems to accomplish all that is expected from us, Add to this the demand imposed by social time and our internal time, it is no wonder we fail to keep a sync with our surroundings. Technology plays tricks on you. Technology is a blessing and a curse when it comes to our relationship with time. Clocks, calendar, and digital counterparts help us to make sense of our workday, but they inevitably influence the way we perceive time. A simple instrument such as a digital clock affects your perception of time differently than an analog one. The latter represent time as a process, which visual cues as to what has passed and what comes next. A digital clock just shows the time at this moment. Surprisingly, more complex devices have more profound effects. Many of us reach for the phone whenever we are bored or waiting for something. Using your phone makes time seem to pass faster creating an illusion of control. We brand social media to fill in the empty, waiting time and convince ourselves it's better than doing nothing. In this way, social media can blur the line between leisure and work time, between productive activity and distraction. And yet, we are not the only ones who practice deception. It's no secret that designer use certain colors to influence emotion and perception. Using blue and green for progress bar makes people think their files are downloading faster. Some interfaces trick us with animation and lazy loading to make waiting time seem shorter. Many websites provide estimates of how long it takes to consume the content. If the promised three minutes read turn out to take longer, don't worry. You can always bookmark it in one of the countless apps that strengthen the illusion that you somehow have more time later. The ripple effect, how time perception impacts productivity. The effect of a distorted perception of time spread like a chain reaction. We become prone to biases and time illusions. Those biases then influences our decision making and time estimates. Since our productivity is directly related to both, it's easy to see how a distorted perception of time can negatively affect our performance. The planning fallacy. A symphony of time misjudgment. 
In the symphony of our daily lives, the planning fallacy emerges as a subtle yet impactful melody that often leads us astray in the realm of time management. Picture it as a cognitive conductor orchestrating a misjudgment of time estimates, subtly influencing our decision and casting a shadow on our productivity. As we navigate this intricate composition, let's first peel back the layers of our cognitive bias. Deep within the recess of our mind, and the anchoring bias exerts its influence. This bias prompts us to tether our time estimates to initial information, an optimistic anchor that often veers us away from reality. Envision setting sail with an overly positive wind, only to find ourselves adrift in a sea of underestimated deadlines. Closely intertwined, the anchoring bias is the same call for confidence bias. Like overconfident musicians playing too fast, we find ourselves convinced of our ability to accomplish tasks swiftly, despite historical evidence to the contrary. It is the bravado that whispers, I can finish this in no time, leading us down a path paved with underestimated temporal commitment. Now, let's add the emotional crescendo to our symphony. Positive emotions akin to a cheerful violin section can distort our perception of time. Immersed in the joy of the moment, we fail to account for the minutes slipping away, leaving us with a task still incomplete. On the flip side, negative emotions act as a somber undertone, prompting us to allocate more time than necessary, driven by a fear of falling short. Motivation, the heartbeat of our symphony, propels us forward, but not without a potential pitfall. The desire to safely transition to the next task creates a trap within the planning fallacy. Driven by the motivation, we deliberately overestimate the time required for the current task, unwittingly ensnaring ourselves in a cycle of overestimation to secure an earlier transition. Now let's spotlight the soloist in our composition. Self-perception. Confidence in our abilities plays a pivotal role. A self-assured pianist might strike the key with precision, accurately gauging tax duration. Conversely, self-doubt introduces a discordant note, leading to caution, overestimation, a hesitancy to commit to ambitious timelines. As our symphony reaches its climax, we encounter the challenges of dividing attention an intricate dance between tasks that can conquer even the most seasoned conductor. Multitasking akin to playing multiple instruments simultaneously may seem like an efficient strategy. However, the cacophony that ensures ensues often results in an underestimation of the time required for each task, a distorting echo of the planning fallacy. In this complex composition, the planning fallacy serves both as a conductor and a soloist, guiding our time judgment and playing a solo of its own in the grand orchestration of our daily routines. Recognizing this melody within our mind allows us to conduct our time more wisely, adjusting the tempo and harmonizing our schedule for a more symphonic approach to productivity. You are terrible at estimating time. We make many time estimates every day. Without them, it would be difficult to plan anything. The problem is that they are often inaccurate. A study on time management showed that, in general, people are better at estimating time in passing than predicting the duration of future events. A well-known bias that illustrates this is the planning fallacy, a phenomenon where we underestimate the time required to complete the task despite our previous experience. However, if we are 
motivated to complete the tax early so that we can begin working on the next one, we are more likely to make a safe estimation and see the tax will take longer. Another thing that impacts our estimation is divided attention, which Paul Francis highlights in his review of time perception research. When we have multiple tasks going on, it's harder for us to estimate duration than when we have a single tax. We also often forget to include time for breaks in our estimates. It's important to realize that our time perception and estimation depends on the context which encompasses our emotional states, motivation, and type of work. Psychologists believe that our self-perception also plays a key part. If we are confident in our ability to perform the required tasks, we are less likely to procrastinate and therefore our time estimation is more likely to be correct. Still positive, still, positive emotion can be a double-edged sword. If an activity is pleasant, time seems to pass more quickly or we might not even notice it passing. A study on the experience of time loss among video game players report that staggering 99% of participants lost track of time while playing. This also happens when you are deeply focused on work. You become completely immersed in your tasks and stop playing attention, paying attention to time. In other words, you enter flow state. You choose the wrong productivity method. Even when we are aware of our time-related biases, we don't always choose the best way to cope with them. Many of us try to compensate by time-depending deepening, trying to work faster or juggling several tasks at once. We try sleepless, sleeping less, or we attempt to optimize our time usage by combining different time management methods. Why the latter is generally a reasonable approach, remember that not every productivity method is suitable for your job, type of tax, or personality. Some time management things can even conflict with each other. For example, finding your prime time and doing the worst thing first can be counterproductive if applied simultaneously. If your prime time is in the morning, you will not be motivated to spend it on an unpleasant tax. Other time-focused techniques like time boxing Pomodoro can put much pressure on individual and lower the quality of work as one aim for speed. They can be greatly great for administrative tasks, but creative work doesn't always play well with constraints. As anyone who tried GDT, getting things done, knows this, method knows this this method makes it easy to fall into the trap of spending time organizing to-do lists instead of completing them you will still feel like you've used your time productively but little will get done what can you do to fix your time perception we've looked at the causes of our broken perception of time and the consequences it has on our productivity Plenty of those explanations might sound like excuses despite their, despite their scientific background. While you might not relate to all of them, you can still apply that knowledge to becoming better at organizing your time. Of course, this process requires a reasonable amount of self-control and a willingness to experiment with your habits. Number one, acknowledge. The first step is admitting that there is a problem. Think of the situation where you experience time loss or instance where you significantly misjudge the duration of an event. What was the context? In which activities were you engaged? Which factors contribute most to twists in your perception of time? This will help you focus on the causes of distortion. Number two, analyze. 
Successful time management is not only about correctly estimating time, it's about accurately keeping track of past time. If you are staying in the dark about your biggest time sink, turn to time tracking. You can do it actively or passively. The active approach requires manual inputs. This can take the form of handwritten journal or you can use time tracking app like Toggle to log to log what you are doing. You can set reminders at regular or random intervals or use an app like Save My Time that implements spot on check and prompts you about your current activity. Note that this approach isn't for everyone since it interrupts your workflow and might break your concentration. On the other hand, with the passive approach relies on software that runs in the background and automatically collects data. Rescue time is a great option for tracking your online activities. Once you've collected sufficient data, don't let it go to waste. Time tracking makes it make little sense if you don't learn anything from it. Visualizing data helps you to understand it, and you can use Zapier with Rescue Time and Toggle to generate neat reports. Create Zaps that automatically deliver time tracking summaries to your inbox, add them to Google Sheets, log them to an Evernote, and more. Observe patterns in collecting data. Does your productivity spike at a certain point during the day? Do you tend to work in a large chunk of time? How much time do you waste on social media? This insight will highlight your habits and productivity-related preferences, making it easier to find a productive method that suits you. You will also become aware of how you spend your time and hopefully realize what causes your perception of time to clash with reality. Number three, elevate. When you get a clearer picture of your weakest point in your time perception, you can work on reducing their impact. You won't become as accurate as a switch watch, but you can improve your est- time estimation and adopt a healthier attitude to time management. Here are some tips to try. Become more aware of time. Place a clock, preferably an analog one, in front of you while you walk. Use an hourglass for an even stronger visualization. While this works, visualizing the passage of time increases your awareness of it since it demands more of your attention. Some people find clock distracting or feel anxiety and pressure to rush through their tags when facing a clock. So this won't work for everyone. However, it might work for you. Seeing the second tick and away can urge you to snap out of procrastination and focus on your priorities. Practice estimating time. Work against a countdown to train yourself to always spend the same amount of time on a recurring task, responding to emails, household chores, etc. You should not mind listening to music while you work. Pick an album that matches the desired task duration. Before you start working on a task, guess how long it will take to complete it. While this works, task timing helps you to establish a rhythm that can make your time estimate more precise. Personal development writer Steve Pavlina suggests that keeping a record of your guesses can make you help you calculate your fudge ratio, how much estimates deviate from the actual time you spend. You can use this knowledge to combat the planning fallacy. Change what you can. Using the insight from your time tracking experiment, eliminate apps that encourage procrastination or at least try to minimize their usage. Instead of reflexing, clicking, save for later on every article you come across, stop and ask yourself, will I read this later? Similarly, you can change your attitude towards unfinished tasks by a strict and honest 
by being strict and honest with your priorities, as Laura Van der Kahn advises in her book, 168 Hours. You have more time than you think. If you often catch yourself saying, I don't have time for this, practice framing it as this is not a priority. For a more radical change, consider traveling and, if possible, staying for a while in a country where general attitude to time are very different from your own. While this works, actively thinking about the tasks you choose not to do makes you feel in control of your time. Instead of perceiving it as something that just happened to you, a change of environment can make you more aware of how you use your time and inspire you to become more productive, writes Julia Roy at Fast Company. Try new things. If you ever tried volunteering or meditation, now is the time as both can positively influence your perception of time. Why this works? As a study from 2012 says, giving time gives you time, which is to say that volunteering makes you feel like you have more free time. Volunteering for tasks you don't usually do can show you how much you can achieve in the given period. When it comes to meditation, research shows that doing it regularly improves your ability to maintain attention longer, meaning it won't be easy to distract you with a cut video anymore. Trying new things can apply to productivity method too. Armed with a fresh understanding of your relationship with time, you can be better at adapting tax management tools to your needs. Number four, accept. No matter how much you tweak your perception of time, there will always be time loss. You will get stuck in traffic. You will have to wait for important files from a coworker. You will watch just one more YouTube videos, video. And you know what? Time will keep passing, indifferent to your struggle. Perhaps the best thing you can do is accept you are human. You are not a robot who can always perform at the same speed with invariable amount of energy and enthusiasm. We all get 168 hours in a week, but we don't have equal resources to help us make use of those hours. Do you have any army? Do you have an army of assistants, housekeepers, nannies? Keep that in mind when comparing yourself to other people's amazing time management skills. Establish discipline at your own pace and don't dwell on the time you've wasted so far. Instead, focus on the deadlines, endless potential of the minutes, hours, and days ahead of you. As we conclude this exploration, Remember, the key to an enhanced understanding of time lies in its self-awareness and thoughtful choices. By acknowledging the intricacies of time perception, experimenting with effective strategies and embracing acceptance, we can compose a symphony of productivity that resonates with the unique cadence of our life. If you're listening from the Life Upgrade podcast, thank you for listening. If you're reading this in the article page, thank you for reading. Please check other articles that may catch your interest. Thank you so much for listening.